Are you in your early 20s and feel like you're learning, growing, and lost at the same time? Do you ever feel like you're still too young to have it all figured out, but also too old to still be figuring it out? Or some days you may be on the high and other days you may be feeling low. Either way, something about our 20s, the podcast is just for you. We'll be discussing all of these life experiences, changes, and growing pains that come with these 20-somethings. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis, and just like you, I'm taking things day by day because let's be real, adulting is a lot. So let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Something About Our 20s. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis, and today's topic is finding your purpose. We have a special guest today, Liz Smith, journalist, radio host, writer, producer, and I see you've been doing some modeling too. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being a guest on this episode. I'm actually so happy that I'm able to discuss this topic with you because you have so much experience so far in your career and you're really living in your passion. So for people who may not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also include where you're from and your age, if that's okay? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> uh, so I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee, North Nashville. I got to say North because I'm from Nashville. You understand so north nashville border shout out to my people there um and i went to the university of tennessee i majored in journalism and then about six months after college i moved to atlanta um just to work as a promotions assistant at a radio station a sports radio station here in atlanta so from there just being in the radio industry I just was trying to learn everything I could learn so that I could just work my way up. I was like, okay, got my foot in the door. That's great. They have a sister station that's um, hip hop and R&B. So that still allows me to tap into like, you know, that side of the industry that I want to be in and working in promotions just really taught me a lot. Just really like about being a brand like yourself because you're representing the station. So interacting with listeners and just fans and being on location and, you know, doing the hard, a little bit of labor, lifting stuff, things like that. You know, it's all good for you working as a team. Um, so I just took that, ran with it, worked my way up to then produce for our TriCaster and then produce for shows. And then I got the opportunity to be on air and being a personality also allowed me just to tap into just really being a journalist, you know, and writing for different publications, interviewing different people, honestly, just doing everything, Mm -hmm. really just doing everything I can in this industry. And I am 31. I love that you touched on trying different things and how it led you to where you are now, which we'll get into with this episode. And that's also why I thought you would be great for talking about finding your purpose, living in your passion. Because as you know, in our 20s, many of us put so much pressure on ourselves and experience pressure from the outside world to find our passion, have a career, and essentially have our lives figure out. When you were in your 20s, and it wasn't too long ago, wasn't too (laughs) long ago at all, did you experience those similar feelings? And if so, what did you do to ease that pressure? Definitely. Um, And I can say for me, coming from University of Tennessee, I had a lot of friends who their career paths is like pretty much laid out for them. It's a blueprint. And if you follow it, you're going to, you know, you're going to see the money. You're going to see the success. It's just going to fall into place. Um, So for me, being a journalist, I didn't take the 
I guess, traditional route where you go to a smaller market and work in a news station and work your way up. I chose to come to a really big market and I chose to work for really big radio stations where the chances of you getting on air is slim to none. Um, but I just had to trust, like, I knew this is where I wanted to be. I knew that, um, this is what I wanted to do. And I just have really big faith. Like God, he just be coming through for me in every aspect of the way, you know? So in times where I felt like I just wasn't doing enough or where I felt like I wasn't making the same progress as my colleagues or, you know, people I went to school with or my friends, I just really had to lean on my faith and, really like, you know, pray, like pray, <laughs> study the word. I'm really big on journaling and I have so many journals around here. Like, and what I do is I just write, I mean, we're journalists, so I write and I just, um, you know, put my requests and my affirmations and my desires and ask, like everything on, on paper. And I always date it as well, because I come to find out that like when I date it, if I come across an accomplishment, I go back and look at my journals and see where I wrote this out. And I'm very specific about like, you know, my desires as well. Like if I want to work for Essence in a certain year, hosting a certain stage, I put all that on there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like you're going to request it anyway. So you might as well be specific about it. Um, And you'll be surprised how God will show up in that one little thing you requested for that one day. He's going to be like, all right, I'm going to make it happen. It may not be tomorrow. It could be three years from now. But that's something that I'm just really like passionate about and that became a form of therapy for me. It was my way to release and just to just to try to take life one day at a time because the 20s are very ghetto, okay? It's very ghetto. Okay. <laughs> very much. <laughs> and living in Atlanta, it's a lot that you're going to see where people are scamming and people are lying, you know? So you can't really believe the hype on social media and you really just can't compare your journey to anyone else's. You just really got to trust your journey and just enjoy every high, low, literally everything about it. I agree with that. I think praying for sure on days where I feel like, oh my God, what is going on? What am I doing? Prayer helps me too in journaling because the importance of looking back and like you said, writing down that date and looking back and seeing, oh, I did this or why was I even stressing? This was coming anyway. It shows you that you can get to where you want to be. Right. And it speaks life into your dreams and your hopes. For sure. Yeah. I think that we're always looking for what's next, but something that I'm trying to learn is to just live in the moment. That's so true. And it is hard to be present again with just everything that you have access to TV, social media. I just feel like just being present and being still will also just make you be human, make you feel human, you know? Like, yes. I want to talk about the feeling of uncertainty that comes with feeling like you don't have things together. And I know although you've made it far in your career, you're doing great. I'm sure it's been a process. So I want to talk about the feeling of confusion and uncertainty that comes with trying to find your purpose in life. Yeah. Has there been any moments where you felt a lot of uncertainty about your life and career path? If so, how'd you get through it? For sure. Like, I still deal with it to this day. Um, and I think it does just depend on, again, like your career path. If I chose to be a teacher and I know that, like, oh, if I do these four years of school and then I get my master's, I go into a school, like, that's it. You know what I mean? But as a journalist, it's so many different um, positions and being in journalism and so many different avenues you could go, so many different things you could do. And unfortunately, um, a lot of these positions aren't necessarily guaranteed and 
you can be like so many tech and, and media companies right now are facing layoffs. So it can be very much uncertain and it can be just no clarity at all, you know. Um, but what I do have clarity and what I am certain about is my skill set and my purpose and my passion and my talent. You know, I know that God definitely um, put these desires on my heart because this is what I'm supposed to do. I've been doing this for so long. I went to school for this. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not uncertain about what I can do and what I can contribute to a company. Um, so that just kind of it helps me in times when I'm like, OK, what's next? Or like, you know, is this are these people going to hire me or are they going to bring me back to host this again? It can definitely play on your mind, but if you're just strong and firm in who you are as a person and what you can offer and what you're good at, I feel that you'll be exactly where you're supposed to be at the right time. And, you know, things are going to naturally come to you. I just feel like God will place you exactly where you need to be when you need to be. So, Yes, for sure. And I think that even if someone say they're not um, a journalist or looking to go into the media industry, whatever industry that you're looking to go into, you have to be persistent. Like you said that you didn't go the traditional route. And as for myself, I haven't went the traditional route as well. So this comes to show it is possible. You don't have to necessarily follow every step that people say you have to in order to get to where you want to go. It's possible to go through some loopholes, but still put in the work. Right. You definitely got to put in So I know that we talked about finding our purpose a little bit so far, but I want to really discuss what does finding your purpose mean? Because I know personally, I didn't know what finding your purpose truly meant, honestly, until this year. I feel like as you get older, you start to think about it a little bit more and thinking about what type of legacy you want to leave. And I think it's something that comes with adulthood as well. What would you say finding your purpose means to you? Um, I think for me, like I've always said that the heights that I want to reach in our industry is very much bigger than me, like because I always think about my community back home and I think about um, people who just look like me, like, you know, you reached out to me was really um, like reassuring that, okay, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And if I'm inspiring whomever it may be, then I'm like really on the right track because, you know, I, I saw a few people who looked like us when we were growing up. And I always get big ups to free because I just grew up loving her, like on 106 and Park, just the way she conducted interviews, just the way she was herself, like, you know, physically, um, outwardly and inwardly. I just really loved that and appreciated that about her. And I've always wanted to be that person for my generation, the next generation, generations to come that like you can be yourself and you could do what you love and you Mm -hmm. can tell stories without it having to be messy or malicious or anything of that nature. And just really like give a voice to people who feel voiceless and tell our stories the way that they need to be told. Um, And like, you know, just, just being an inspiration. Like I love black women, like I don't play about us. You know what I mean? And I I want to see us succeed and prosper. And so like, it is definitely a part of my passion and purpose to help the next up and coming person in this industry in whatever way that looks like shape or form. Um, Because I know what it feels like when you don't get the help, but I do know Mm -hmm. what it feels like when you do get the help, you know, and it's, it's such a great feeling. So I'm like, if I was blessed with that, I just want to pass that on down. So like when I do feel discouraged, I feel like, nothing's happening or like you know what's going on like I think about people who will come after me and and how like when they pour into me and y'all be hyping me up I'm like okay yes let's just keep it going then like you know, they see something that yeah maybe something is really happening you know so 
just that. And then just also the the fact that I just want to make my family um, proud and happy because they work so hard and they thrive in all of their careers. Like they really the ish. So I'm just like, okay, I want to make them proud and make sure that like I'm living out our family's legacy as best as I can. Yes. And you are like okay. you are and you're exemplifying helping the next person. And I should have said this in the beginning, but to give background to everyone who's listening, I met Liz at a Black Girls in Media conference mm-hmm. that I went to by myself in Atlanta. I just was like, let me step out. Let me try to go. Um, it was my first time ever going to a conference alone at that. I was super nervous, but I have been following you prior to the Black Girls in Media uh, conference. So when I seen that you were on the lineup to moderate, I was like, okay, I'm excited. (laughs) And then we had the opportunity to network, of course. And I went up to you and I introduced myself and was like, can I have your email? I would love to keep in contact with you. And you know how some people go to networking events and they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to email you. I'm going to contact you and don't. Please, if you go to a networking event or a conference, Please follow up because it may lead you to something bigger. I never thought that you were going to like respond to me. I was like, let me reach out to her and see see if we can talk and connect because it's hard Mm -hmm. as a journalist and trying to make your way in this industry. It's hard to find other Mm -hmm. young Black women, even Black women, period, that are willing to help you because sometimes it can be like, competition in a sense so when you find people who truly care about other people who are coming after them that is like so heartwarming and we talked and we connected and you gave me so much good advice <laughs> and you have a genuine vibe Thank you. and after that phone call that we had I was like oh I really like her because some people just fake it and you're not faking it yeah And I was so appreciative that you were like, you know what, (laughs) if you have an episode like this, I'll be a guest because I never even thought that that was a possibility. So I'm truly thankful for that. And you are definitely helping people. So I love to see it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So do you believe that people can have multiple purposes in life? Oh, for sure. I definitely think so, girl, because I'm one of them people. I'm like, yeah, journalism is my passion purpose but listen it's some other stuff we're gonna get to um but i definitely do i think so for sure and it may take you years decades to figure out what it is you know and it'll also take different chapters in your life you have women who they think their whole purpose is career driven and then boom they get pregnant they're like oh my whole purpose is to be a mommy you know what i mean right. so like I just think it just depends on what chapter you are in life and what circumstances are being thrown your way and it could be unfortunate situations and circumstances that get thrown your way, but then you can find your passion and your purpose out of that. You know what I mean? So I just think if you're open to the idea that you can have several um, passions and purposes in life, the more you actually will tap into. And what advice can you give those that haven't found their why or their purpose yet? I honestly just think you just got to continue to, Take life one day at a time. And you really do have to be still. It can be really hard to be still and quiet and to sit with your thoughts and to sit with those days when you don't feel the best. But in those days, that's when you're really transforming into a better version of yourself. Like you've got to go through adversity, got to go through, you know, a few tough times because that's a part of your testimony. And when you overcome it and when you come out of that, 
and sun going to shine and everything just going to be, you know, brighter and it's just going to make more sense. But you just really have to be vulnerable and give grace to yourself, give grace to life and to everything that you're going through. And for some people, it'll it'll just click one day. You know, for some people, it may take um, speaking to people and and, and maybe a life coach and maybe them just pulling things out of you that can help you understand what your passion or purpose is it definitely would come over time Mm -hmm. and like again you just got to be patient you just got to be patient and just trust the process so sometimes you got to remove yourself from a certain environment and situation and go elsewhere because then it could spark something inside of you that would be like this is my purpose and this is my passion you know what I mean um and and if you believe in God talking to God because if you ask him to reveal it to you he's going to reveal it to you whether you like it or not you know what I mean so like it's really different. It's so many different ways, but I just feel like you just have to do what's best for you. And again, you just have to be open to it and and just know this, this is for you. Like not for anybody else. It's just for you. Yes. And I like how you touched on it doesn't happen overnight. So how do you mm-hmm. stay motivated when you may not have seen or see a return from the steps you're taking to live in your purpose or be in a specific career field? I think for me, it's just like I've invested so much time into this career. And like I said, I genuinely know I'm really good. Like, you know, I know I'm talented and this is something that I excel at. So I'm just like, I just can't give it up. I can't just throw in the towel now. This is really how I feel. I just feel like I've come so far that I just don't want to give up. Um, And again, I just lean on my faith because it could be times where I could just feel like, I don't even want to pray. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm just that exhausted, but, um, I know God hears my thoughts and I know that he, he sees his daughter and he understands, you know, so I just lean on God and I lean on my faith and, um, I do seek out my community, my tribe, my family, my friends who can, you know, help encourage me because they, a lot of people looking on the outside in, they see you differently. You know, they they don't they don't necessarily see you for flaws and all. They see you for the beautiful human being that you are, for for all of the work that you've done. Like they genuinely see that when you can't see it. So sometimes getting that reassurance or getting that encouragement or feedback from people who truly love you can be just that little bit of energy that you need to keep going. Just beautiful people like you who um, pour into me and just like inspired me to like okay. You can get up and you can keep going. So I'm just going to keep pushing and keep going until, you know, I can't. Right. (laughs) You really have to be careful about who's in your circle. Um, And you have to also be careful about who you tell your dreams and goals to as well. Because you have some people who, like, they may have had the same dreams. They may have had the same aspirations, but they didn't achieve it. And that's okay. But some people will try to project their negative experiences on you. Or they may try to project their failures on you. And then also with your circle and with your tribe, like I have a group of great girlfriends. Um, We all work in different fields and industries, but we are our biggest cheerleader. And if that's who you're talking to on a regular basis, like you don't need no no bad vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like you just need everybody. (laughs) We just got to be copacetic and honest and authentic with each other. And um, it'll definitely help. It'll help you for sure. Mm -hmm. And I see so many people talking about what different things they want to accomplish. And sometimes people talk down on what you want to accomplish because like 
you're oh you're young you're in your 20s like you know what you might not get that right now or something like that and I think that if it's for you it's going to be for you at whatever time it's meant to be for you so just because you may be in your 20s doesn't mean you can't accomplish certain things like and even if you don't get to it in your 20s prayerfully you will eventually yeah I don't feel like you're ever too young or too old to reach certain goals no, yeah, not at all. That is people being lame because I just feel yes. like <laughs> at this day and age, you're right. You're never too young to do something. I feel like if you're skilled at it, if you're mature enough to handle the responsibility and you're getting it done, like give the person the job. That's how I feel because I run into that sometimes. People look at me and they think I'm a lot younger than what I actually am, and they just try to make they just make these assumptions that oh, you ain't been doing it long enough or you don't know how to do this. And I'm like, but I do actually right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, don't let nobody say you're too young to do anything. Definitely. So let's talk about living in your purpose. Did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? Honestly, I don't think so. Because when I was a kid, at one point I wanted to be a singer. Then I wanted to be a background singer. <laughs> when I was in school, I did work um, for the football team. I worked as a sports journalist. That was really more of my track of what I wanted to do. And I thought that's what, what I just knew I was going to be on the sideline reporting for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually had a interviews with ESPN and went through all the rounds, but didn't get the, the final, okay, we are hiring you, whatever. But um, And then that's why I ended up working at the sports radio station um, in Atlanta. So for a moment, I did think that was that was going to be my career. But I guess, you know, I just always knew maybe it was going to be something in writing and speaking and journalism. So what made you know, OK, I definitely want to pursue a career in journalism? Probably like my parents, because my parents are educators. And at a very young age, they had us reading and writing. And my mom is a music teacher. And my father is in the theaters, writing plays and things of that nature. So I've always been on stage. I've always had a microphone in my hand. I've always been speaking in front of people. So it just came naturally for me. Um, And just my parents pushing literacy and just pushing to speak up for yourself and speak right. You know, like that was just a thing in my household. I just kind of naturally developed into me wanting to make it a career. And once I got into my journalism classes and they were like, you know, you look great on TV and stuff like that. It's just like, okay, well, then maybe I can choose this path. I grew up watching um, TRL. I grew up watching One Assistant Park. Like, you know, I grew up watching all this stuff to where I was like, one day I can see myself doing that. So it, I just feel like it just all kind of came together. And my dad always used to record. Like, he stayed with a camcorder, like them big ones too. And then, and then eventually, like the small hell, hell one, like handheld ones, mm-hmm. he was recording everything. It was like babies, literally, like straight out of my mom. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he got a camera. You know what I mean? So, like, I've always been in front of the camera. Uh-huh. So it was just me. You know, it was just normal to me, second nature. All of those things led you to interning in your career field that you aspired to be in, working as a radio host and being a radio personality, the freelance writing you've been doing, and interviewing multiple celebrities. And we can't forget the host in Rolling Loud. We can't forget that. <laughs> yes, I know. I know that was great. So all of those things really align to 
where you are now and I think that that is so beautiful to look back and see like like I'm doing it it is it's a blessing for sure and it's one of them things where you got to be present and I do oftentimes like I said I go back and look at my journals sometimes I even go back and just look at my Instagram and just scroll down to where like I can pinpoint and remember this day or this opportunity or you know what I mean like it's just a good reflection to like make you just be like okay I've overcome a lot mm-hmm. still got a lot of weight but like be grateful for where you are today and at what moments did you feel confident and certain that this was your right path? I think like when I received feedback, because even to this day, like last was the last week or week, week before last, I had to do an interview on set for um, this this film. And when I always meet people, I could probably come off just a little more reserved. I'm not like loud. I'm not like, look at me. I ain't mm-hmm. none of that. I'm just very cool, calm, laid back. No, but when the camera comes on, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. So for me, like it's just very much reassuring every time I do interviews and people are just like so amazed and astonished. You know, all these people are watching and you wonder what they they're all thinking and trying to figure out. Like it's just be a lot, you know. Because I also feel like as a journalist, sometimes they get looked at as bad people because people think we coming straight for your neck, yes. asking questions that are like so personal. And it's like, chill, I'm not that person. Like, you don't gotta worry about me for that. So you automatically get judged a certain way. But after we ended the interview, like as soon as the camera was cut, people, oh my God, that was so amazing. You're so great. Oh my God, that was so entertaining and so conversational. So it's kind of eye-opening to me because it's like, okay, these people are so used to interviews being a certain type of way. These people are so used to journalists asking these questions that just are not sitting well with people so like these people are just so used to it literally feeling like an interview and not a conversation mm-hmm. you know so when I do receive those types of feedbacks that's what like reassures me like okay I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing it well and I just need to continue to do this because I do want to help be a light to our industry I do want to do my job well and plus I just enjoy it you know yes. so yeah Feedback definitely helps. What would you say is the hardest part about working in the media industry? I would say definitely um, when you're starting out to pay. I mean, even to this day, sometimes it's like, Mm-mm, you want me to do all this? Right. Like, like, you know, and if it's not consistent, that's another thing. Like, you're going to have to pick up several different other jobs to make ends meet, to make bills you know, get paid. So you do have to make sacrifices. And if this is what you want to be in, you just kind of got to understand that. Um so that, and then also probably just how people feel like it's not enough opportunities, but it really, I, I know that there are so many opportunities for all of us and a lot of opportunities for black women. We just have to figure out how to get to those opportunities. And I hope that I could be one of those people to break down those walls and barriers that like, you know, omit us from these opportunities because we could be on some of the same big platforms that a lot of these people a lot of these people are on. You know what I mean? Like, we are just a skill. Yes. We can do it. Like, we can do it. We just have to figure out how to get there. So I, I, I do hope and wish that more companies would invest into Black media and Black publications and give them the funding that you can actually pay journalists well. Mm-hmm. That you can actually, you know, fly them out here to cover this event in Paris. Like, because, like, we don't necessarily want to work for the companies or the platforms that are predominantly white. We like working for our people. You know what I mean? We like working for Black media companies, and we should continue to do that. But we also need funding. We also need the opportunities to get invited. We just need more. So, um, 
yeah, those are the few things about the industry that I just really don't care for. And I think it helps when there's people like yourself who are willing to help others or put different people's name in the room and just support each other. That's that's yeah. an important part to it. As we continue um, throughout adulthood, we always have more things that we want to fulfill. Mm-hmm. What other goals do you have for yourself? And this can be personal or professional. You did mention modeling, which I actually really do enjoy. And it's like, you know, easy to check. I do want to do like more um, beauty campaigns. Like I go into Target all the time. Ever since a kid, I was going to Target and I see the faces up on like, you know, the walls and Targets or on the the makeup and all that stuff. And I'm like, I could do that. Like, mm-hmm. I do want to do that. So I want to do more um, commercial modeling, you know, and be on billboards and stuff like that. And then I do one day want to have like a healthy family. I do suffer from endometriosis and, uh, you know, sometimes you hear ups and downs. Oh, can be hard to conceive. A lot of negatives, but I'm a positive person. So like, you know, when the time comes, I definitely just want to like have a healthy family, healthy babies and be able to still do what I love, but also, you know, be present as a mom and as a wife. So those are just some of like, you know, some of the other things that I definitely want to do and tap into. And it's really a really, really long list. We'll be here all night. Uh But those (laughs) uh I'm hoping that all of that happens for you so let's pivot to getting out of your own way because there are many things that may hold us back from finding our purpose or even stepping into it for myself I experience fear and then that comes with self-doubt because I start Mm -hmm. thinking in my head "Mm, can I do this yeah so is there anything that you struggle with internally that has held you back and if so how did or how are you overcoming it Oh, for sure. I know we all suffer from from imposter syndrome and that's like literally telling ourselves you're not good enough or you can't do that or you got it by luck. But I don't really think like that anymore because I'm just like, nah, girl, you earn this. And if not, finesse and figure it out. You know what I mean? A lot of people in this world do not know what they're doing. Like, it's, it's like they just rolling with the punch. They're figuring it out. And we're all going to go through that. Um, I, I feel like especially as... Um, in our community is African-Americans because we're not a, unfortunately, a lot of us aren't ex- exposed to a lot of things like other, I guess you could say communities, you know, like we're, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of are late catching up to stuff, but once we figure it out and once we know what's going on, are we going full throttle? We learning. Yeah. I just love to excel. So like, if I feel like I'm lacking an area or I don't understand it, I'm just going to try to take the necessary steps to learn how I can be better at it. And I just really try not to let like the negative you can't do it type of talk. Cause I really don't be feeling like, I'd be feeling like I could do whatever. Like I could do this. Like that's how I feel about hair. Like it's so random off topic, but like, I am not a hairstyler, hairdresser, nothing like that. Um, no, me either. I'd be like, Oh, I can braid. I can do knotless braids. I could do, I literally have done quick weave on myself. Like I'm just like, let me just, Oh, let me watch. I'm going to sit here and watch YouTube. Listen. Figure it out. You know? <laughs> so, I just try to have that mindset more so than being defeated. I love that. And then a lot of things are teachable. Yeah. Like you said, what would you say are the top three things that have helped you with your success so far? And this can include people as well. Just betting on myself. One, I just always still to this day, I'm like, 
picturing me so big. I'd be like, I could do that. Like, I could do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So just really betting on myself and believing in myself. Um, and then also the mentors that I have had that have lended that hand or heard that sent that email or sent that message or dropped my name. Just people who look out for me when I'm, you know, I have no knowledge that they are. So that, and then also, of course, always God, like mm-hmm. my boy, yes, come through. So it's kind of like when I do feel like I don't know what to do next. I don't know where this paycheck gonna come from. It never fails. He always shows up. Definitely those top three. What advice would you give to people who feel like they're behind in life? Honestly, no, ain't none of us behind. <laughs> honestly, like because again, yeah. even you probably ask a sixty-year-old today, and they don't some stuff. They still don't know what they're doing, you know. And I think if we just stop comparing ourselves to other people and other people's situations, like it'll just be easier for us because it's your life at the end of the day. You just got to move at your own pace and you have to trust the process. You can't live for nobody else. You cannot spend your time focused on social media because it is draining and it can make you depressed and it can make you feel like you're behind, but you're where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, you know? So I think it's great to have goals and aspirations and it's good if you want to have a timeline but you also just have to be aware that things can shift and things can change and then that's when you have to pivot and you have to adjust and you have to figure out okay well how can I still make it to the end goal I honestly don't think anybody is behind in time even the people will tell me when you gonna start working on kids you 31 you got endometriosis when it's time okay right well I just feel like your timing is your timing. Don't let nobody else tell you otherwise. Worry about you and tell people to worry about them and keep it moving. Yes, I agree so much with that. And that's something that I have to tell myself a lot too. One thing that gets me disappointed is that timeline. Because mm-hmm. once you put a timeline on something that you want to achieve, and you get disappointed yeah. because it didn't live up to your expectations, why would I put a time on that? Because I don't even control the time. Correct. Like, God is controlling mm-hmm. my life and ordering my steps. So it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. So you can't control it. Yeah, it's just like, just just live life. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who may want to pursue a career in the media in- industry, what advice would you give to them? Oh, I think... I don't know. Some people didn't go to school. I feel like school was cool for me because it did teach me some things. It, t- it taught me more technical stuff more than anything. So I did appreciate that. And it did get me out of my comfort zone. I would just say, uh, figure out what path you want to go, because I feel like that will also determine how sooner you may get somewhere. So for instance, if you want to simply just be a producer, then study other producers and figure out what steps they took to get to where they are today. And truly like try to master being a great producer. If you want to be on camera, in front of the camera, make sure that you are doing that now. You don't have to necessarily work for a big company to be in front of a camera. You can just be proactive and do that on your own and create your own, like they say, content nowadays to them where you can pitch it or present it to these big companies. And then they want to hire you and buy your idea or buy your your show idea. One, definitely just bet on yourself. Like if this is what you want to do, definitely trust and believe that you can do it. Study people who have come before you and um, not, I'm not saying copy them and be like them, but if they were successful at something, then see what they did to make it be so successful. Do your research, um, go to different events. And like you said, it is good to go by yourself 
yourself because it makes you get out of your comfort zone. It pushes you to talk to other people and introduce yourself to other people. And, you know, while you are networking, um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Either they're going to not respond, they're going to say no, or they're going to give you help. And like, you're going to face rejection in this industry. So you might as well just go ahead and get used to it, you know? And when it comes to networking and reaching out to people, just be genuine, be authentic, and just try to figure out how you can help them as much as they can help you. Like, cause that would definitely go a long way. Like relationships are very important and they can help you before your skill set honestly can. Like a lot of people get a lot of opportunities. They got a relationship with this person, not because they're good at it, you know, and just making sure that like you're working on your brand and that you're true and authentic to your brand. And, you know, I have to throw a question in about our 20s. (laughs) So what are three things you wish you knew in your 20s? I wish I knew how expensive life was going to be. Okay. But I know (laughs) right now, so couldn't even predict it. Maybe, maybe like my early 20s that like I was in relationships, you know, and honestly, I could have did without them. I could have been traveling the world. I could have had a lot more like opportunities where I just went and went hard and just like tunnel vision. I did go hard, obviously, because you know it's got me here today. But if I would have just even like just blocked out all of those disturbances and distractions, I feel like I could have been even more like a badass, you know. But you know, you go through life with females; it happens. But I just feel like a lot of young women in their twenties sometimes get caught up in relationships, whether that's with a significant other, whether that's a friendship relationship, whatever it may be. And we just kind of move more emotionally when it's so much life to be lived. And like you're you're in your twenties, you're young, just like. Do what's best for you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't have to rush to get married. You don't have to rush to have kids. You don't have to rush to do none of that. You know, like truly live and enjoy every moment. I did say it is ghetto because it is ghetto, but it's a ghetto mess and it's fun. You know, you can make mistakes. I mean, we can make mistakes our whole life, but it's a little bit more forgiving in your 20s. You know, mm-hmm. like just yeah, really enjoy life. What I do appreciate is that I did a lot of traveling. My tribe of girlfriends, we really, our bond just got so much stronger in our 20s. While we in our respective industries, we still made sure that we gave grace to each other as, as girlfriends. We still made sure that we made time for each other because that is a form of therapy. And it's like, you know, it's just a good ass time. In my 20s, we took a girl's trip every year because that helps you to like, you know, just enjoy life. So that's one thing all career driven but we made sure we enjoyed life and we traveled and we had a solid friend group to do it with definitely cherish your friends travel and just live life before more responsibilities come your way and then you look back and you're like well i didn't do anything so my 20s was lit for real okay (laughs) (laughs) as they should have been and i think that that's great advice because you touched on a lot of things that we need to be doing Mm -hmm. like Stop focusing on other people and relationships so much. Spend time with the people who love you. Travel. You will get that money back eventually. Like you're spending something on memory, something that's worth it yeah. rather than material things. So I'm, I'm big on traveling too. I'm trying to travel, travel, travel yeah. until I can stop. Girl, that's the best thing ever. I'm like, what? I'm out of here. I gotta go. <laughs> Talking to you was really amazing. I love this episode. And 
I think that you touched on so many different things. You dropped so many gems about how to find your purpose, how to know that this is your purpose, what living in your purpose means. And you are a true example of living in it and still continuing to strive to accomplish more goals. So we definitely look forward to seeing you doing more commercial modeling, seeing you have those kids whenever the time is right. And we're rooting for you. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very proud of you. Um, and uh, just, you know, believing in yourself, pushing yourself and staying consistent because that is also a key factor. If you want to make it in this industry, you have to be consistent, whether you have one view or a million views. So definitely keep up the good work. Thank you again for reaching out to me. And I'm so excited to just see everything that you accomplished for sure. Thank you. And before we go, tell people where they can follow you, how they can subscribe or wherever. Let them know. You can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok. I think it's at Liz two times. So it's L-I-Z. T-W-O-T-I-M-E-S. On LinkedIn, it's literally just Elizabeth Smith. There's a lot of Elizabeth Smiths out there in the world. But, I don't know. People find me, so you should be able to find me. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much, yeah, I'm on Twitter here and there, but I don't really be on there like that. Connect with her if you're interested in the media industry. Um, make sure you stay up to date with all of the amazing things that she's doing. For sure. You know, it is like, oh, one of these days to, for real, for real, have like a boot camp. Or like a workshop. But, you know, I love to travel. Yes. So I'm trying to do this something, you know, exotic, you know. Um, that is truly something I really want to do. Because I have so many friends in the industry, too. And we all have the same sentiments. We all have, like, have similar journeys. But we're all, like, doing really amazing things. And I just feel like it will help to hear from people who are not celebrities, we're not superstars. But we're not also just far now. I feel like we're kind of like in the midpoint. And I feel like that could be really helpful and relatable to people who are fresh out of college or to people who are trying to navigate this industry because we're not that far removed from it, you know, but we're still close enough to where we can feel and taste what it's like to like, you know, kind of be on the next level. So it is definitely my goal and dream to um, one day have like a workshop or a boot camp and have, you know, people come out and just, learn, network, and really just be the best version of themselves in this industry that they can be. So pray for me that I can make that happen. Yes. <laughs> no, for real. I think that would be amazing. Do you know how many people who are looking or striving to be in the mini industry would try to join that boot camp like ASAP? But I really want like for them to, to have like takeaways from it. Like, you know, like leave with the whole BK made specifically for them. And like leave with like just stuff that like they can for sure benefit from. You know, I don't want it to be, oh, you pay your money and you just come and you just take pictures on Instagram. No, right. I want you to be able to leave with something valuable and grow from it. So it'll take some work trying to make sure and prep that this can be um, a manifested dream come to fruition. But Yes, I think that is possible. And a boot camp for people interested in the media industry. Haven't heard of it. Because if I had of, I would have been. Okay. <laughs> yes. We'll be looking forward to that too. Don't forget <laughs> that you said that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's why I said it. So I can be held accountable. Okay. I yes. My girl, she is persistent. Okay. She's going to make sure we get it done. So, yes. 
I'm with you. Gonna be on my team. We gonna make it. Yeah, we gonna have. Girl, yes. Make it work. I need to be on the team. I need to be involved. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And before we leave off, I also want to note that your purpose isn't only what you do in the world. It's what happens to other people when you do what you love. And Liz, you talk so much about that. So don't forget that, y'all, if you're trying to figure out what's your purpose. And I think that it's an ongoing thing because you can have multiple purposes in life. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you leave a comment, that you subscribe and follow something about our 20s on Instagram. And stay tuned for the next episode, which will be coming soon.